Karibu AMG Realtors. We have specialized in selling of land across the country in areas like Nanyuki, Naivasha, Nakuru, Juja, Kagunda Road, Malindi and the Abadeas. Contact us today for land investment solutions and have your title deed delivered within 60 days upon completion of payment. SMS AMG to 402 or call us on plus 254-748-229-941. AMG Realtors, we don't just deal in land, we deal in value. Thank you so much, Cody, for being here with us today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm a pr- I appreciate you guys, you guys having me here, and I'm excited to chat today and share some of my knowledge. Uh, definitely. I feel like this was something that has been made to happen because usually on podcasts, people hear a lot about entrepreneurship, about passion, you know, business driving, and yeah, everybody has a business these days. It's not, it's not new. But I feel like what you're about to tell us was going to really rewire our frameworks and give us something to think about rather than just doing things that we're used to doing, you know? Yeah, I'm 100% about making everything as simple as it can be, streamlined as possible, and has little touch points and friction. Because if you, if you can develop a company that needs very limited um, staffing to, to produce income, where everything is you know, SOP'd out and understood and, and automated, you suddenly have something that can last a much longer time with much less work and make more money. That's true. That's so, so true. You know, before we even get fully into it, it would be great for people to know who you are and what you do so that at least they can have some really good backstory and insight on, you know, what, what Cody's up to right now. Yeah, definitely. So right now, real quick, I have an amazing company called Science Auto Supplements that basically sells supplements, of course, uh, to the end consumer. But how I got there, I think, is kind of the the bigger thing, because I want people really to understand all the mistakes I made, because I probably made a million dollars in mistakes, and I want to make sure that people don't go through that. That's one reason why I'm jumping on podcasts and sharing this knowledge, because I think it's just so valuable, and it's so easy to make mistakes when you get going that I don't want people to do that. So I started out, I was a sales rep. I worked for a place called U.S. Foods. Cool job, liked it. I called the golden handcuffs because I made 140 grand a year at most. It was exciting. Um, but, you know, they beat you into the ground. They worked you really hard. I have no clue how competitive the industry is now. It's probably 10 times worse, but that's where I was. So I, I have always had a sales personality and background, and I like that. During that time, I started on the side of gym, and I actually ran the gym in the evenings and in the, in the early mornings, and I taught people how to use kettlebells in San Diego, and that's where I kind of developed my entrepreneurialness. That's where I wanted to actually you know, do my own business. I could never figure out how to make it make stupid amounts of money, especially if I didn't have to work it. So I'd bring staff in, I'd teach them how to do things, and at the end of the month, I'm like, oh, I made $500, and I was here every day for four hours a day. That's lame. And so the whole goal with that business was really trying to develop something where I could just own it not to operate it but unfortunately that city and that type of business is just not as easy to accomplish that especially san diego I, there, was, there was five gyms in the complex i was at so it was it was uh, not fun um but during a trip with my brother who had figured out how to teach people online how to work out we were talking about how to do stuff and what to do and i was tired of training people he's like you should do supplements and so after about two years of research study i basically figured out the idea of using direct marketing and affiliate management mm-hmm. to be able to create these kind of long-form stories that tells the story of the Custom the story of the um, the avatar's journey, the, the character that you're speaking about, you know, the, the spokesperson for the company, um, the company's background, the products, been made benefits and solutions, and then from there, it's I've been I've learned how to reach out 
to these groups of people called affiliates who are also offer owners that have email lists that were looking to promote third-party offers. And uh, since then, I've sold over $50 million in products. Um, I have a list of probably 400 affiliates, and we are able to generate tens, if not $100,000 a day in sales. And it's an incredibly exciting business that um, I now am a C- an actual CEO, and I don't actually run the day-to-day stuff. I get to hang out and be on podcasts like this. <laughs> Wow. First of all, congratulations on that's a huge milestone. You know, starting your story from that to where you are now and where you're going to, it's limitless at this point because a lot of people want to be at that point where they can actually get their hands off their business. But some people are scared to do that because they're not sure if their business will still run as smoothly as it would if they were running it on their own. So how does someone detach from that without having to worry about those needy greedies? Definitely. So at first, you have to worry about it, right? Because you're the only one who can do it. You, you don't have the cash flow. You don't have the, the capital to be able to hire three or four people. So the key is to strategically plan the business ahead of time. So when you're ready to hire, you know who you need to hire. So I, I literally had this question. What someone had asked me who I was, who was helping out uh, like a week and a half ago. What would I have do- done differently? Right. Or would I, if I started again tomorrow, like kind of what would I do? So number one, if I started again tomorrow and I was trying to be as you know, shoestring as possible, uh, I'd of course use everything that exists. So in the direct marketing world, there's CRMs you should be using, ClickBank, BuyGoods. These things are uh, ways to do credit card processing and to, do, to manage all the affiliates and do all the tracking and all the information. It's all built in the system and it's free. It comes with using their software because they take a percentage of sales. You know, they're like the credit card processor, but they just take an extra few points. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. Trust me, when you start doing scale, their numbers pretty much match what you can do in your own processing, but they're, they're awesome to use. So using those systems as opposed to using Stripe or using Shopify or using UltraCart or the other things that require a lot more setup and, and, and more cost in the short term. Um, Secondly, I would then use easy web page builders, ClickFunnels, WordPress, things like that, just to start out. And the whole idea is because you're doing it yourself, you want to be able to do something that's simple enough for you to do. Um, uh, ClickFunnels, although I do not love the software, it is incredibly easy to use, and you can find people anywhere in the world who can do design and page builds for next to nothing. You can have full funnels build out for 500 bucks. Um, will they be the best? No. Will it be the fastest um, Fastest uh, to load the page? No. But it's an incredibly easy way to get started. Um, once I got a business running and it was generating revenue, number one, I would not pay myself first. It's a book like Leaders Eat Last. You know, you don't, you don't pay yourself until you can. Um, the first thing I would do would be to hire a, basically an operations person. This person would be able to help me manage the projects, manage the business, start figuring out how to get the pages from ClickFunnels to HTML so it actually works, start deciding how to communicate with people better um, and and understanding that. After that, when I started making enough money to to afford staff, I would definitely have hired an accountant or CFO because all of us think we know how to manage money. We do not. If you make a million dollars, you will spend a million and fifty because we just are not good as humans in managing our money. But accountants and CFOs, they're really good. So having someone who can help you control that money is key. And then after that, I would hire a sales manager or an affiliate manager in our space to be able to help do that. And the whole idea is to be is really that you have to build a team, you have to build people you trust, and you kind of have to learn to let go. And so that's the kind of process: let go of operations, let go of finance, then let go of sales. And at that point, you become the visionary and can actually run the company and be the CEO you want. 
that's beautiful thank you so much for breaking that down because that is the biggest part of what people are focused on on a daily basis but they're not sure what's going to work how do i move the needle how do i make this tick if this doesn't work today how can i make it work tomorrow so you've literally broken it down for someone who is really passionate about their business and they really want to make that next move now as you mentioned this something came to mind where if somebody is in this kind of setup and in this type of business are they thinking about the results because you know you know like you said leaders eat last so if you're doing that and you're creating that funnel for that business and you're creating that experience for that customer how do you make sure that by the time you're eating you're not eating the crumbs you're not eating the last bit of the pie you really are eating let's say a profit that was made that can even if you take something out it still keeps the business going so how does someone get to that point where they can marginalize those profits and those efforts yes 100 percent. so basically um, this leads back to kind of the, the first step. The first thing you should do is you should have an org chart, mm-hmm. right? And you can go to pingboard.com. It'll, it'll ask you for credit card information. Ignore it. Just ask for the free account. It's free forever. But you can build an org chart. And an org chart starts the CEO on top with a COO beneath them. And then from there, it breaks out into all the different departments. So you have to look at your business and decide what is in my, what is in my department. Do I have sales? Do I have operations? I have marketing, customer service, and then within each department, all those staff that you potentially want to have. So first off, it's mapping out that kind of ideal situation. Day one, your name is in every single seat, right? This helps you kind of pick and choose how you're going to help hire down the ladder and who's responsible for what. So now that you have an idea of your ideal organization um, and you have an idea of all the positions, um, you now have the ability to then set the goals of the company. So this is the the why we're doing it, the what are what is our goals. I've met a lot of people who are like, I just want to sell more. Selling more is great, but without profit, what's the point? So your ideal ideal goal should be we want to have a profit of two hundred thousand dollars in year one. And then how do you do how do you reverse engineer that, right? So if you start doing sales after prepping for 90 days, that gives you nine months to generate that revenue. So two hundred thousand divided by nine. That's the kind of profit you want to have, or creating some kind of chart that shows growth over that those um, those that time period. So then you now have a goal of profit. Now, when you have, when you know your profit, how do you achieve that profit, right? So uh, if you if you know that an average order is two hundred dollars and you have forty dollars of profit, boom! You now know how many customers you need that month to achieve that profit goal. And then if you know it, you need a hundred clicks for every one customer, you now know how many clicks you need. And if you know that each traffic source gives you a thousand clicks, you know how many traffic sources you need. So it's really breaking it down top to bottom, same as you would. There's a CEO on top and all the people beneath. There's a goal of $200,000 of profit, and then there's all that. It breaks down to every single step beneath that. So at our company right now, we actually have targeted goals for every single traffic source, meaning affiliate or Facebook or Google or whatever it is, on every single funnel we have, which is our, our funnels are you know, like turmeric, here's the sales page, and then we'll have like three upsells. Hey, you know, buy Omega-3 too, buy Probiotic probiotic too. Those kinds of things. We'll have that for every single every single funnel, for every single traffic source for each month. Mm. And that way we can really dial in and go, where are we bleeding? Where are we exceeding our goals? And how do we get every single metric we have up? That's really great. Thank you for really bringing that. Because now it got me thinking, are you focusing more on paid 
than organic or organic more than paid or there's a balance between those two um so we are not about paid as much so the world of affiliate marketing i think is the coolest world ever so when you build a when you build an offer in direct marketing on ClickBank or BuyGoods, you're looking to try and get a page that converts at a certain metric and generates a certain amount of profit. And then if it if it makes enough profit, you're typically sharing 50 to 70 percent of the of the uh, revenue, which is basically all the profit, with the traffic source. Um, and uh, from there, you're able to meet people and they promote you because they're looking for offers. So for example, I have multiple brands. Each brand has one or two email lists. Each email list emails once or twice a day. They email the blogs, they email great content, and then they email third-party offers because I don't have 120 or 300 products to sell, you know, a couple dozen. And so you can't just every day be like, buy turmeric, buy turmeric, buy turmeric, people get bored. Right. So you have to show them different stuff. So there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these affiliates out there in that exact same position I'm in looking for other offers to send. And the email list becomes very important too. Right now it's about 60, 70% of our profit margin, profit each each and every month, because it starts to become a massive profit center. You're getting customers to rebuy your existing products that they already purchased once, you're getting them to get subscription programs, and you're getting them to buy third-party offers. So we love working that affiliate method a lot more, affiliate model a lot more, because it's just, you know, it's free traffic. You make friends with people, and then they send you your offer. And if it works well, they send it to you again. If it doesn't work well and you've made good friends with them, they'll help you figure out why. That or you can join one of the many you know, coaching groups, masterminds, things like that, where people are there helping you understand what metrics you need to have and how to achieve them. And then if you're not achieving them, how to change and update and retest so you can get to that point. Um, I like that a lot because it reminds me of what my parents told me once. When I started my gym, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so risky in a business. You know, they're very much from the having a job generation, where you stay in a job from you know college till death. Uh, and they told me like, oh my gosh, it's so risky. What if people quit your gym? And at that point, I had 150 members. And I said to my mom, mom, I have 150 people at my gym and I have one boss at my day job. Do you think it's more risky for 150 people to quit on me at once or one guy to not like me and fire me? And so when you think about affiliates, affiliates are like that. They're like having hundreds of clients that are, that are able to work with you. Facebook and Google is like having a singular job. You run the wrong ad and they don't like you, your account's banned under your name and you can never run ads again. You then have to have a staff member set it up and spin it up. You got to put the websites on new, new domains and change content and all this crazy stuff you have to do. So I, I, I tread lightly with those traffic sources and I prefer to work with um, agencies or you know uh, or uh, contractors who are very experienced in those areas where they won't break things mm. whereas affiliates again you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people you can work with and get them to drug trafficking that's so true that is really good <clears throat> wow you know when you mentioned the gym and how you have the members it's like if one person like cancels their subscription it doesn't really hurt the bank it doesn't like break your bank but if like over 60 percent do that that's where the problem lies so how do you start outsourcing how do you start retaining so how do you start doing that in a way that it's not you're not going backwards you're not going 10 steps forward and 15 steps back so it's really about creating that connection between the two and you know one of the things that came out to me too was asking you about like some common mistakes 
you know people have when they're outsourcing or when they're looking for affiliate to work with do they have to go through a roster do they have to go through an eligibility requirement base like what are those common mistakes that we see that people should be avoiding when they're thinking about outsourcing yeah so outsourcing is tough <clears throat> any agency that says they can do it all for you is a liar so um, I, I typically work with people who are good and specific to what their service is. Um, so for example, I have a, a couple companies that we reach out with and they offer very limited things. So the customer service agency we, we, we use, originally they had one thing. It was just, we do all, all, all done for you service, it's $17 an hour, that's it. And now they have two packages. They have a beginner package and the package I'm on. So there's no question about what they do. There's no uh, expectation of things they're going to do out the door. I've hired people before that are like, yeah, we can do video, and we can do this, and we can build web pages, and we can do design, and we can do copywriting. And they weren't good at any of it. It was all lame. Mm. So you find someone who's good at that skill set that's been recommended by many people. They will cost more, but they will do better. For example, my customer service, it has made me, she pulled a report. It's made our company $200,000 in the last year. So between the amount of orders that they saved and gotten people to keep or take a, to take a, re, a partial refund on instead of a full refund because they wanted to return it, um, the amount of calls they've taken and just placed an order, and the amount of calls that, they, um, that they've reached out and said, hey, you know, I saw you got one bottle, you interested in a three pack for a discount. Um, the amount, all that combined together has made the company $200,000. So yes, you may spend more, but you will get more when you have those those people. Same thing with, you know, marketing and copywriting. Uh, you know, we, I hire the best. I spend twenty thousand dollars when I have a sales page written, because when I've paid five and ten, I've gotten things that are so worthless that it's basically doing the, goes in the shredder. It's, it's nothing you can do with it. But when you have something that is is good, then you can actually work on it and make it amazing. So it, it's uh, finding those specialists, not a, not a generalist. To, to outsource to that's really good <clears throat> that's really good i like that i like that that is that helps a lot because a lot of people now start thinking outside the box and that also gives you an incentive to really think through the the mindset of what are you really planning to do with your business how are you trying to take that to the next level and that also gives you a good incentive to stay alert because you know there are different seasons in the year so somebody may need it more in the winter more than in the summer or in the spring you know just depending on exactly what the goal is so you know you mentioned this and this brought to my attention how you can be able to start creating value for people who are retaining because you know how they say that repeat buyers are better than new buyers so if you had no sales experience would you say it's not a trick question, <laughs> but if you had a sales, if you didn't, if you didn't have a sales background, would you be as successful as you are right now? I, I do think you have to be um, willing to get go out on a limb. Mm. So, I mean, I, I was yes, I was the kid who sold chocolate bars and from baseball little league and won the competition. I was the kid that won the magazine competitions in middle school. Right, I, I, I have that inert need and want to go talk to people. Although it's funny, being, being locked in my house for a few years now, I'm totally become kind of an introvert, I think, except for Zoom. Um, <laughs> but you have to have that willingness to go out on a limb and do that. And if not, it's understanding what needs to get done and who to hire for that position. So there's a handful of people that I, I work with that um, they're, they're definitely not. They're, they're definitely 
nerdy introverts who build web pages and write. They're not salespeople. And there are ways to get traffic. There are ways to work with affiliates without, without going out on a limb. And those people I've encouraged as soon as they have the profit to do so, to hire a sales manager first. Because that sales manager will be able to go do things that they're completely uncomfortable with doing. Right. Um, but, but in reality, like no one's there to bite you. Everyone just wants to be your friend. And as long as you're willing to go out and try and make someone's day better and try and give more than you receive, um, it, it will all come back. I mean, if you, if you try to give more than you receive, you will get more than you ever gave out because people are just so shocked and amazed. I, I literally start out a new conversation with people of, how can I help you today? And then what, are they, are they anything, else, anything else I can do for you? And, and if you, anything you need, just ping me, right? Because people aren't gonna, going to bother you that much unless they desperately need to. And if they do desperately need something and you save the day for them, you've got a, in the back of their head a, a, a debt or a thank you that they're going to repay to you one day. So it's always worth it. That's true. That is so true. And I love that. That's like hospitality in its finest form because that's a lot of things a lot of people don't even know how to do. Asking questions. How can I help you? It's more like, People say, what can you do for me instead of what can I do for you? Because that act of chivalry actually exchanges and you get much more than you ask for. So even with your business, you don't know that someone's asking for turmeric, but they may be looking for this for their whole family. And just because you were nice to that person, they end up referring you to them. So that customer service is really big. When people hear my pleasure, they know exactly where that's coming from. So it's those kind of things that keep people coming back because... It's not about the money, it's about the service and about the responsibility that you've given that person to take upon what they're getting back as a source of saying, I actually spent my time to drive here or to put my credit card on file so that I can be able to expand your business. So it's really good that you were able to give us these insights today because it's going to help a lot of people to open up their minds and see that, yeah, we're in a closed world right now, if you can call it that, but... More importantly, the, the world is open for anybody to, you know, take what they deserve when they actually apply that concept every day. Yeah, it's it's being real. You know, people buy from people. And mm-hmm. by the way, too, when you guys start your start, when anybody out there starting a company, you have two customers. You have the customer who buys your product, and then your secondary customer is those who are promoting you, who are giving you the traffic, or helping you get the product. And you have to be you have to be a great person to all of them and help make sure that they all feel they're part of the family because it's not just about the end consumer buying your products but all the people that um, help make it a reality and and none of us do, are in a silo we have, we have tons of contractors or warehouses or manufacturers or affiliate partners who we want to make sure that we are connected with and the more you are close to them the more you invite them into your family the easier it all becomes that's true that is so true wow Cody this has been immensely helpful and it's it's opened up a lot of ears and doors and eyes for people to just tap in a little bit and think back and i'm sure they're going to make some notes rewind because you can't listen to everything and get everything in one sitting so i'm sure this is going to be a great thing for them definitely and i know you probably have something that somebody that's listening can be able to benefit after listening to this because it's about the implementation not just listening to it so is there anything you would have for anyone listening right now that may need to take that next step yeah 100 percent. so for those who are interested in the health or supplement space and actually are in the process of creating the company or, or like hey this is my mission in life and by the way this is not for these industries are not for like, oh, I'm, I want to make some quick cash. No, don't, don't. This is for if you want to be 
owning a supplement company. You want to be owning a health advisory company, a coaching company in terms of those things. I've created an actual mastermind or coaching group that helps people through this. Um, it's, it's awesome for when they're ready, but for people who are not, I have free content they can download and start reading and checking out. So you can visit my website, supplementmillionaire.com. And on there, I have, I think, about a 30-minute video kind of explaining everything we go through and really kind of breaking it down. And then as well, you can download um, a Gantt chart and a checklist, which kind of walk you through all the things you need to do, prepare, and work on in order to launch your company. And I encourage anybody who wants to learn, check that out. And uh, you know, when you're ready, we'll be there for anybody who wants to take the next steps and, and you know, work with us. Uh, but you know, our, my whole thing is, like I said before, I've made a million dollars mistakes. I should be a million dollars richer, not in revenue, in profit. And no one should have to go through those silly mistakes that I made because if I had someone who just told me no <laughs> two or three times, I probably could be a million dollars richer right now. Mm. And uh, and I want to make sure that people have that opportunity that that want to and um, won't have to go through the same learning struggles that I did. So you can find me at supplementmillionaire.com or codybramlet.com. That leads back to the same place. Um, and I'm just I'm here to help. Like I said, I want to help people that want to help themselves. So reach out i'm here for you guys amazing thank you so much cody we're definitely going to bring you back again in the near future to talk about the successful story maybe next year god willing you know and just talk about it and see how oh i heard what he said last year this year is different so this is just immensely helpful for people to listen to and thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it my pleasure thanks for having me anytime <laughs>